On today's episode, we're talking about relationships. Specifically, friendships. And the good. The bad. And the ugly. So let's just jump right in. Alright, so to you, what makes a good friend? I think it's that, like the fact that you don't have to talk every day, Mm. all the time. I think it's like you have mutual respect that you are both busy. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think a good friend is someone you feel completely comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And you can talk to them about literally anything and everything. And you could have these deep conversations and you can also be, you know, fucking stupid with them as well. (laughs) Because Lord knows that we're fucking idiots. And and literally, like, we have been laughing for, like, 30 minutes before this podcast started. So... Um, but I also think it's like that back and forth, that give and take mm-hmm. feeling that like you have someone you can complain to, but you have no reason to c- complain about them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like, you're listening to me complain about shit, but you can also complain to me about shit and I'm not going to judge you for it. Yeah. I, I definitely think that that's a really good point. I know like in middle school and high school, their girls are really, you know, bitchy and, they, they say they have this best friend and they talk shit about them. And I, I hated that. I was yeah. like, that's not a friend. I think, you know, a friend is someone you praise when they're not around. Like, yeah. I definitely praise you. I'm like, I love Lily so much. I know. I was so excited that you were coming over and I talk about you all the time. But I think it's because we're so comfortable with each other. Yeah. And it's not comfortable, like, a weird, like, we have to be together all the time. Kind of comfortable. No. It's like... It's just, it's nice to have you around, but we don't have to be talking all the time, like, when you are around. Yeah. You know? And even if we don't, if we go a while, like, without talking and we come back together, it's like nothing happened. You're not questioning your friendship. I used to have to do that all the time. Like, I wouldn't talk to this person for, like, a week, and I'm like, is she okay? Is she mad at me? But, like, I didn't put the effort in either to talk to that person as well as she didn't put the effort into me. And I think it kind of just died and no one was really upset with each other, but like, that's not something that you should be doing. Yeah. You shouldn't shouldn't worry about a friendship. No, not at all. Yeah. So how do you keep a good friend? I think, like I said earlier, it's that give and take. It's that mutual understanding. Yeah. this sort of relationship. I think it's like mutual effort type of thing. Like, yeah. Um, one person is not giving more than the other person. And, mm-hmm. and by what we mean by a give and take is like, um, if you go out to like dinner or something like you made the plans and then next week, maybe your friend makes plans and mm-hmm. you both have a mutual effort to text each other and talk to each other. Right. Really support each other equally. I think that's something we're really good at because it's support. You know, yeah. Everything, all the business adventures and what that you want to pursue. I'm totally supportive of. And I like, that's right. really genuine for me. Yeah. And I think it's the advice as well. Like I know I'm, three years older than you, but like you still, I feel like are on my level Mm -hmm. and you can support me and give me advice as well. Like I can give you advice on certain situations. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's like also to keep your friend, like to bring them into your family and to really show that you're a part of my life. Like Mm -hmm. it's not like, 
I have to constantly be over at your house. Like you're comfortable coming over for dinner or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yes. just not yeah. having to hide your friendship either. Yeah. From certain people. And you briefly mentioned this, but like, I really don't notice our age gap. No. Like, ever. I never. It rarely crosses my mind, honestly. And I, for all the people who have older friends, you go girl, because I definitely enjoy having an older friend, yeah. especially because most 18 year olds are not intelligent. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I also think like in certain friendships, you can have that time away from each other. And like, like we said, not question anything, but it goes straight back to normal. It's like nothing happened. I can go without a week of talking to you. Yeah. And we pick up exactly where we left off. Yeah, we just have more to talk about because it's like, okay, we have this whole week without yeah. each other. These are brand new things that are happening. Yeah. Um, patience is a key. Yeah, it's definitely a good thing to have with all relationships, really not just friendships. You'll probably hear this word again with us. Right. But patience, patience, patience. Um, fights are going to happen. I, I don't think we've really gotten to a fight. I think I've snapped once over like a certain situation, but I don't think we've ever like yelled at each other or like fought with each other. No, but we're also super open with each other. I think we're a little too open with each yeah. other sometimes. <laughs> like open, like if you do something that bugs me or if I do something that bugs you, you tell me immediately. Yeah. And you're like, hey, I really didn't appreciate that you did that. And you're not like sassy about it. You're just like, no, I just want to let you know I'm not mad, but like, don't do it again. Right. It's like, you don't want to step on each other's toes, but sometimes you have to. Yeah. And it's also something where like, yeah, fights are going to happen, but don't bottle your emotions in. Yes. Sp like spit it out. Tell the person right at that moment, like this, bugs the shit out of me. Yeah. Deal with it. Mm -hmm. But don't do it in a rude, like, condescending way. Like, I would oh, never yeah. be condescending to Lynn's because I'm older than her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think that's also something that we've understood is, like, we're practically the same. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we never, I never use, like, my strengths or, or anything against you. No. And I never would. So. And yeah. I think with not only friendships and re like relationships between a boyfriend and a girlfriend, but with friendships and your family, like you have to be mutually understanding and use your strengths to build each other up. Yeah. Constantly be building each other up because I feel like when Lindsay's around, she makes me such a better person because no. she's building me up and she makes me feel confident and strong and powerful and like a wonderful human being. And I feel like, it's the same way back and forth. Yeah. And that goes back to the whole give and take thing. I don't think that you and your friend should be constantly having to one up each other. Oh no, not at all. Yeah. Push each other down. It's constant building each other up. Yeah. And I know like between us, um, sometimes, well, depending on whatever we're going through, we usually always talk about it with each other mm -hmm. and maybe it's like some small thing and, um, you're, to me, you're either like, okay, stop being a little bitch, snap out of it, you're fine. Or you're really like, it's okay. And you Sympathetic about it, yeah, yeah. You have to know the difference with your friends. Like, depending on what they rant to you about, you need to know the response that they need at that time. Yeah. And I, 
I truly believe that comes from just human connection in general. So. Yeah. And like, it also depends on the type of friend that you have because Lindsay and I are like best friends, but we became best friends so quick. Yeah. Because like I was the first, okay, <laughs> I just had to jump in here for a second. The first time we ever met was at work and she just like came in randomly. Um, and she, the first thing she decided to tell me was a story about how she was drugged. And I was like, um, okay. Yeah, no, I have, I definitely have some interesting story times. <laughs> um, Tana Mojo who? Um, but... I do, like, I don't know. I walked in and I looked at her and I was like, that's my bitch. <laughs> she is my best friend. We are going to be okay. Yeah. I can just throw this at her. And I think it's a hilarious story now. At the time when it happened, I was not fond was of the situation. But, I mean, even, like, immediately after you told me that story, you were like, I have no idea why I told you that. <laughs> I want to, like, I'm, like, a weird person where it's, like, I know exactly what to say to you. Or, like, to our friend Abe, I can, I, like, hide certain stuff from him, but I'm also, like, super open. So, it kind of just depends on your friend and, yeah. like, what their personality is like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And absolutely. you'll you'll soon figure it out. Yeah, and... Like, here's something I really want to emphasize. You don't need a billion friends. Like, you really yeah. don't. Like, I don't mean to laugh, but it's like, we literally have each other and, like, maybe two to three more people that we hang out with or, like, yeah. talk to that are close to us. We don't feel like we need to have this massive group of people because we have each other and we've now got you guys to kind of like yeah. hang out with. And like, I definitely want to get to the point someday where I have like a community of people yeah. where we all are like very like-minded and everything like that. But like in high school and even like in your early twenties and stuff like that, you don't need to have like a squad, quote unquote. No. And I think this moves into our next question is our toxic friendships. Yes. Because when you come out of high school, or if you're still in high school and you figure this out, man, praise to you. But when I came out of high school, for the past two years, I was stuck in these toxic friendships and Lindsay heard about them mm -hmm. and was like, you just need to get out. And finally, I learned to just block them and delete them from everything because I didn't want to deal with the pressure of like having to put them on a pedestal and then like crush them down and step on the pedestal and take their place. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I feel like with all sorts of friendships, there comes a point where like you have to learn what is toxic and what's going to last. Yeah. Why don't you go into that a little bit more and like go from the beginning and talk about like exactly kind of what kind of friends they were to you before and then how right. they kind of turned into toxic friendship and then how you kind of broke free of that. I yeah. want to hear about that. So I had these three friends in high school. I was friends with a lot more people, but these were my close knit, like they were practically family to me. And it was all four of us. We were the four musketeers. We did everything together everything. Literally, we slept over each other's houses on school nights. We would go in the morning to get breakfast and then we'd go to school and we'd have classes together every single period. We ran into one of each other, you know, and so we were always spending time together. 
But what I didn't understand then that I understand now is that we were stepping on each other. We were squashing each other like bugs when the other person wasn't around. So it's like, I talk shit about this person because she did, she was rude to me at some point or she was rude to someone else that I knew at some point. So I'm going to talk to someone else and be like, yo, this is a crazy bitch. Should we really be hanging out with her? And then I smile at her face and like joke around with her. And I was a toxic friend too at that point because you have to go through those experiences to really like figure it out. But I do think like having to stab someone, you don't have to stab someone in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. For one, stab him in the front if you're going to stab him at all. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible advice. Do not listen to that. I don't know. Okay. But I think you should really, like, if you have a problem with someone, tell them straight to their face. Oh, yeah. I don't think that it's okay to tell someone else about your problems with another person. Yeah. And that, I think, is what was so toxic about our friendship was because there was four of us. There was always someone to talk about and there was always someone to talk to about the other person. Mm. And there's all three of those girls are still friends today, go on vacations with each other. And I remember I was not invited on one of those vacations and I felt like shit. And I was like, okay, these people are not my friends. They, they want me at their convenience. And that, that really bugged me. And Lindsay was just like, it's time I think to let them go. Mm-hmm. And she was really resentful to that at first. And I I can understand why, because, you know, she was friends with them for so long. long. And at first she didn't really know how. And, and then, like you said before, with, when they wouldn't talk to you for a week, you, you felt bad about yourself because it's like, oh my gosh, what did, what did I do? Oh my God. That question went through my head so much. What did I do wrong? Yeah. And that shouldn't be a question you're asking about your friendship. Mm -mm, Not at all. And I know that I messed up. I know that I screwed up one of the best friendships I ever had. But then when I look back at it, I'm kind of glad I screwed it up. Because I wouldn't be growing into the person that I am. Yeah. And I love this quote. And I wish I had my phone to tell you the quote. Lindsay's going to give me my phone. (laughs) But I think, like, what's so awesome about this is, like, you want to build other people up. You don't want to bring them down. And that is the biggest thing about a toxic friendship. So the quote says, the woman you are becoming will cost you people, relationships, spaces, and material things. So choose her over everything else. And that, I feel like, is such a big thing to listen to. Because you're going to lose those people and it's all right. Mm -hmm. So if you feel like that person is like just making your life a little bit more difficult, just cut them out. Yeah. And how exactly did you do that? Because I know there are a lot of people out there that are just now realizing they're stuck in these toxic relationships and they they're like, okay, well, how do I get out of it? So I was kind of lucky because everyone split ways and we all live in different areas. Mm-hmm. That was, I think that I was lucky with that, but I blocked them on everything. I, I blocked their phone numbers. I blocked their parents' phone numbers. I blocked them on social media, their parents on social media, friends we had in common. I just didn't want anything to do with them. And one of the girls, after I defriended them on Facebook, decided to request me again. 
And it was the girl I felt like I was competing most with, Hmm. you know, and that kind of bugged me, but it also made me realize like, was this a mistake? Yeah. You know, did I make a mistake by talking to this person about her? Did I make a mistake about blocking them? And I sit here and I realize that it wasn't a mistake. I'm so proud that I did that because I feel so much stronger as a person. Like, because I don't have to deal with that anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you had any like stuff going on that you have to block people from? I know you probably have. Um, I had a, I had a very different experience with just one toxic friendship Mm -hmm. than you did. Um, it was someone I had known since like sixth grade and, um, I was friends with them for a really long time. And then once we got into high school, things kind of started to shift a little bit and this mm-hmm. friend got like more into drugs and like wanted to party. And, so, yeah. and I, I'm really not that kind of person. Um, and so I found our interests were just, you know, miles apart from each other. Yeah. But I also felt obligated to continue being friends with this person. And I think that's something a lot of people can relate to. You you have this friend and you have them for so long and you've been through so much together and you feel obligated to still be their friend even when they're rude to you or, or whatever. Yeah. And this this friend in particular had um, didn't have like a wonderful home life. And I had tried the best that I could to help and I, I tried to fix her a couple of times, which is something that's you, something that you cannot do. Yeah, you can't fix anyone and no one is broken, you know. That's no. that's my thing now is that I've learned is you can't fix anyone because no one's broken. And um but anyways, she she didn't have a great home life and uh, she was adopted and um she had kind of abandonment issues, so and a lot of her friends didn't really stick with her. Like they would be friends with her for, for a couple of months and then they would leave her. And so I was like that one solid friend that's that consistent. Yeah. yeah. And so a lot of times she took her anger out on me and some things that I did, um, I did because I cared about her. She was going through like really bad depression and harming herself. So I told her parents about it because, you know, I was like in seventh grade at the time. Like I had no idea what to do. So I was like, okay, I'll tell an adult. Ha ha ha. Which you (laughs) definitely should be doing though. Yes. I really do think it's strength in numbers when it does come to situations like that. So you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. But I, I told her parents and she didn't talk to me for like a month because she was like, you weren't, that's, that was personal. You weren't supposed to talk about that and blah, blah, blah. And so I would do something like that where I would, I would, you know, take an action that I thought would help her and she would get mad at me for it. So eventually, um, she moved schools and we kind of, uh, didn't hang out as much because of that. And I found myself like a lot more relieved Without her because she being her. stuck there, yeah. We, and um, eventually, we just kind of like stopped talking to each other. I I didn't feel the need to block her or anything like that. And yeah, um, we had like one fight, 
that we like didn't talk to each other at all and it was about something stupid I can't even remember what it was about but we had a fight and didn't talk to each other for a very long time and and since then like we've kind of made amends like I I texted her and I was like hey I I don't want this to end on a bad note yeah type of thing so um she's not really my friend anymore but we didn't we're not in a bad place right and yeah so that's pretty much it right for the people who are out there who are going through a toxic relationship or friendship but they're stuck going to school with them like what advice do you have for those people like what do you think they should be doing um because avoidance clearly is our thing (laughs) but it shouldn't be yeah you shouldn't feel like you have to block them I feel like you should have to tell them to their face yes which takes so much confidence and so much strength yeah and we're not saying you go up to this person and be like you're a fucking toxic friend I hate you get out of my life like that's yeah. not the way to approach Bitch, that go conver- away yeah that's no. not the way to approach no. the conversation at all I think I mean, like you said a million times already, if you have a problem, you need to tell someone about it. And it can be as easy as like, hey, can we talk about this? Um, You've been really mean to me um, and I really don't appreciate it. It makes me feel like shit. You always have to relate it to yourself. You can't just be like, you, 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 you. You No, you just say I. You have to talk about how it makes Mm -hmm. you feel because then they're going to feel more more empathetic for you rather than like... Well, they're well, just being you're just me now. Duck up, bitch. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you could also find a mediator. Like in high school, I still talk to my teacher to this day. She is my one of my favorite people in this entire world. But I would go and I would talk to her about everything, and I put confidence in her that she wouldn't tell the principal or another teacher unless I thought she needed to or she thought that it was going to harm someone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So find that person. If you're in high school or middle school, find that teacher, that adult that you trust, because those are the people who are one going to stick with you forever and make sure that you're okay mm-hmm. going forward. And two, they're going to help you figure out those toxic relationships and really help you kind of grow from them mm-hmm. and help you face your fears and talk to the other person because I think that's key. And I think that's what I should have done was tell this person, I'm sorry for what I did. And I hope that you understand that like, I I don't hate you. I don't hate myself for what I did, but I do wish we were better people at this time because not everyone is a toxic. They might be toxic to you, but not to someone else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think find that mediator in school and like really, yeah. Kind of now that you said, you. now that you say that, I'm like thinking back and I I really wish I would have opened up to an adult more. Yeah, and not even an adult, but just my peers. I I went through like some serious insecurity issues, and mm-hmm. I think everyone does. Everyone goes through that phase where they're like, no one's gonna like me oh my gosh, I have to pretend to be somebody else and you're not open and honest. And I went through that and I wish I was, I wish I hadn't done that because, you know, being open with somebody older and wiser to you, they can give you advice. And 
I this my parents may not like this, but I would not go to your parents because they're going to be biased. I would go yeah. to I would go to a teacher and or a counselor or something like that because um, yes, they do know you, but they're not going to be as biased as your right. parents. And sometimes you, there are things you don't want to talk about with your parents, and we completely we understand. Oh, a hundred percent. But the thing is, is like. I don't think I've ever really had, I've never really had an issue with Lindsay, but I have had issues with other people and I've gone to Lindsay's parents and I've gone to her mom. And if I'm having trouble in a job or some sort of like other situation, her mom, I go to <laughs> sometimes even before I go to Lindsay yeah, <laughs> because she's someone I can put confidence and trust into. Yeah. And like my mom is Lindsay's boss. So like, I feel like you can also go to my mom for certain situations oh, yeah, absolutely. because not only is she your boss, but she's my mom. And like, you understand how awesome she is as a person. Cause you hear how much I talk about her and how confident she makes me feel. Yeah. So I think it's like finding that person to help you grow through those toxic situations. Yeah. And definitely don't, like be quiet about it either. Never. Like uh, whenever I was in this toxic friendship, I, I did tell my mom about it quite a bit. And I told my grandmother about it and they, they were the ones that told me over and over again, you are in a toxic friendship. You need to get out of that, but you need to clean out your ears and actually listen to them. Yes. Because I know for me, I never listened to anyone. I was this lying, conniving bitch in middle school and high school because I thought that's what was going to get me attention. Mm. And it doesn't matter about the attention because you could be the one who's toxic. Someone else could be the one who's toxic towards you. So like really figure out what that means to you. Yeah. Clean out your ears and then go talk to someone. Yeah. And if you are listening to this and you think, what if I'm the toxic friend? Don't hate yourself. No, like, really don't hate yourself. What you, what I would recommend that you guys do is just go to that friend or that group of friends and be like, if you are sorry about it, just be like, I'm so sorry that I, of what I've done. I'm so sorry of how I've acted. Um, and if you want to change, change. And if, yeah. but if you don't, you, you need to step out of that friendship for the sake of the other people. Right. And understand change is not going to happen overnight. It has taken me 20 years to figure that shit out. Oh yeah. That it is not going to happen overnight. And you're not going to find great friends overnight either. No, not at all. I mean, I was so lucky to have found the girl sitting next to me <laughs> because We've gone through some shit, like, that first year that we were friends. Yeah. And I think, like, being so comfortable made us who we are now. Yeah. And, well, the people that you are going to be friends with the rest of your life will come to you at the right time. Oh, and I yeah. think that time is when you finally understand what you want in a friendship. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're tired of your toxic friends and you're like, I want a real fucking thing. I'm, I'm tired of the fake. And Absolutely. I think also like from Lindsay just coming out of high school and me being out of high school for three years, like we kind of see now what we could have changed. And I think that's why we want to talk to you guys to help you know when it's time to change. Yeah. So that you don't have to go through four years of hell. 
Because yes. I went through fucking four years of hell. If anyone tells and you then some, high yeah. school was great, they're lying. They have reached their peak in life, and it is all, all downhill. downhill because oh, yeah. they're going to get drunk in a bar, <laughs> piss themselves, and that's the highlight of their week. Yeah. Like, yeah. I Or it was the prom queen. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. I mean, high school... I really don't think it, was it should be. Show. It, it shouldn't be the prime of your life because no. you know you are still young, so young, and I know you don't feel that way because I don't feel like I'm young at all. But I don't either. Like <laughs> you are so young, and you have so many years ahead of you to to learn and grow. And yeah, you know, I think I honestly am one of those people that believes everything happens for a reason, and I think you have to go through those bad relationships in order to get to the good ones. I think it's also like at certain points you have to hit rock bottom in oh, those friendships yeah, to be able to come up because like the saying goes, once you hit rock bottom, you can only go up. Yes. So I mean like you, you have to come to that conclusion that like this person's kind of shit or I'm shit sometimes. And like, I can fix myself. Because yeah. I know, I know that, like, it's so difficult at this moment, whether you're 16 or 26, it's so difficult. But I think once you get in a certain mindset, mm -hmm. you can get through anything. Yeah. And find those friends that are going to tell you whenever you're being shit and be oh, comfortable yeah. <laughs> telling your friends that you're shit. Like, yeah. And... I, the, here's something that I just popped in my head. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> so like, oh my God, yes. Whatever vibe you're giving off, whatever um, aura or whatever you have around is what will attract people. You know, if you're sad and depressed all the time and you complain all the time, that's the kind of friends you're going to attract. And you're just going to be a whole group of shitty and depressed people. people. Yeah. But if you are happy and lively and just, you know, it's obvious you're, you're done with bullshit, that's the kind of friends you're going to get. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think we've talked a lot about, like, shitty people. So let's <laughs> talk about the craziest... Either friendship you've gone through or craziest thing you've done with your friends. Go for it. Take the floor. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I actually don't know. Um, Should I tell the story about the time I was drugged? Because that's what <laughs> you brought up in the beginning of this. <laughs> that's not really a happy story. We'll save that. I think that's so funny now. Okay. <laughs> if you want to tell it, go ahead. Okay. I thought, but it also kind of comes into the whole toxic part. I thought this person was going to be a great friend of mine. And we went drinking. Yes, I was underage. Please don't do that now because it's going to screw you up. <laughs> um, I we, we had a couple of drinks. We went to this fair. And this girl was like, hey, you want a beer? And I was like, yeah, for sure. Like, go get me a beer. Because she was 21. She can get me a beer. Little did I know, at the fair, you have to have the person handing you the beer open it. So, like, the concession person open it, right? So, when she comes back, I start chugging down this beer. And next thing I know, all I can see is cartoons and tunnel vision. And I was like, I'm drugged. There's, I'm not drunk. 
I'm drugged. <laughs> Two completely different situations. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And I remember, like, holding up my phone, going up to this cop and being like, can you call the person with the French fries? Because my friend had a picture of French fries next to her name. And I was like, she's a good person. She's sober. She'll pick me up, please. I need to go home. And the girl that, like, I came with, I kept texting her. I was like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Like, I need to go home. She was like, I just did this to loosen you up and, like, make you happy. Oh, for one, don't be that bitch oh my God. who, like, drugs your friends to make them happy. If you got shit to deal with, you got shit to deal with. But, like, don't drug a person. Mm-mm. And so now I think it's hilarious. My friend who picked me up thought it was hilarious that this happened to me. <laughs> but at the time, it was so fucking scary. And that was, like, I didn't go too in-depth with it, but, like, that was the story that I told Lindsay the first time I met her. Yeah. And I think I went a little bit more in depth into the situation <laughs> than what I just said. <laughs> but dude, it was it was like the scariest thing. And I realized like this person is not an okay person to be around. Yeah. So if you find yourself in that situation, which I pray to God no one does, <laughs> get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Go up to a cop, tell him you're scared. They'll get you home. Promise. Yeah promise um for me um I'm really not a crazy person like with my friends (laughs) um I mean like I don't know uh Lily and I and two of our coworkers went to see the Beauty and the Beast they laughed at me while I cried (laughs) during Beauty and the Beast like I knew these people were like my kind of people because they're sitting over there like in this in the like the very top section like laughing at me as I'm sobbing at this movie (laughs) I was like these are my bitches yes (laughs) so good that was fun um I like doing outdoors activities Mm -hmm. like I love like swimming or like hanging out at a park oh we do my friends like we go like that and just because I'm I'm an outdoors person I love nature and everything like that um I really, really, honestly, I haven't done super crazy things. Which is okay. I mean, you haven't even gone to college yet. Yeah. The best is yet to come. (laughs) I didn't even go to college, and I can still say, like, college parties are so fun. Yeah. Just don't, don't go overboard. Pour your own drinks. (laughs) Pour your own drinks, people. Make sure there's a lid. And at that moment, I think we are done with the podcast. (laughs) The dog's going crazy. Make sure to put a lid on your drink. Don't get drugged, people. <laughs> and if you have a toxic friendship, get them out of your life. If you're a toxic friend, fix that shit. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for our episode on health. I think that's All it. right. Oh, make sure to check out our website, our blog, our Instagrams and Twitters. And if you have any comments or questions, don't forget to email us. Bye, guys. Bye.